You're listening to the Dan Castro Creates Podcast. Hey guys, it's Dan. So today's episode is going to be a Q&A. Um, my two business partners, Chris and Andrew, will be asking me some questions and I'll be giving some answers and it's kind of just a conversation style. So pretty much whatever questions came to their mind or anything that they had written down in advance and I'm answering them on the spot. So enjoy. So obviously, you know, you, you graduated and you went out of your way to not get a job on purpose to make everyone and my mom upset. So <laughs> basically, why would you do that instead of just going the safe route in quotes that you can't hear in the podcast um, and just getting it like a nine to five job like everyone else. So you're saying um, get a nine to five and then do the business on the side or you mean just or just in general go... like what made you say like why wouldn't you just like you know get a nine to five and then like I don't know play God all night and then do the same thing every day. Well that that's kind of why well so I guess in during college, um, I started to, I don't know, I, I wasn't really interested in the stuff that I was learning. So I tried to, I started to think of other things that I could do and other routes. And then um, I've always wanted one big, one dream that I always had was to invent something, be, be some type of inventor. And then I kind of thought that um, that's kind of like entrepreneur ish type of thought and i was thinking like instead of necessarily like creating an invention i could create a business and i just thought that i don't really want to work for somebody i want to be able to make money doing what i want to do and i guess that's why that's what made me not want to like continue on and and get a job because i really just thought that doing something on my own not only would make me happier because I'm doing my own thing and I'm doing what I like, but I felt like for the long term, it's financially better. And um, as long as I'm successful, which I know that I'm determined to, to be so, so. So, so that being said, Dan, um, like in the beginning, you said there, you were like, you know, I was going through school and didn't I like didn't, it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the classes. Right. So yeah, I guess this is kind of like a two-part question, but one, like why, if you, once you realize you didn't like it, why didn't you just quit school right then and there and commit to the business or two, when you realize you didn't like it, why didn't you then let's say switch majors to perhaps something more related to business, whether it was business itself or something with designing or something, you know, one of those fields that has to do with it. Yeah, that's a good question. So I think that one point that I want to make is that I overthink like everything. I plan way more than I have to whenever I do things. And I usually just, I don't know, I just overthink situations. So when, when I realized that I didn't really like the classes that I was learning, I started thinking, okay, well, you know, my what I wanted to do was really specific and I felt like my major was kind of broad and there was a lot of different routes that I could go. So I just thought, Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll still be able to do what I want to do, but I just have to go through these classes that are learning things that I don't really like, or I'm not interested in because it's just such a new major. And I, I've never actually said, I guess on the podcast, what my major was, I was going for biomedical engineering and I wanted to be a prosthetic engineer so in school, I was learning like weird things like tissue engineering and 
just like really advanced like genetic circuits and stuff and just was not it had nothing to do with like mechanical stuff and and prosthetics for the most part so i i when i wanted when i started thinking about what else i could do i kind of felt like i was so far along the way i know like i'll I'll hear a lot of things where it's just like oh like you know if you know that you're not going to get the get that job you might as well just drop out because it's a waste of money and stuff like that but I felt that I wanted to have that safety net that just in case maybe my first business idea didn't work out because I know like my living situation and stuff, like I want to be able to move out and do things like that. So if the first business didn't work out or maybe our second business, if you want to include the ice luge business, (laughs) Uh, but if the, if our, if our first real business didn't work, I was thinking, Oh, well then I'll just fall back on my degree and I'll become an engineer of some sort, maybe like even a technician or just something, and then try a different business idea on the side. Um, but yeah, I mean, like when I decided that I, at, cause at first actually I was gonna go into biomedical engineering and then I was just gonna do the business on the side and probably not until my last year, I decided why am I gonna do that? Because if I want to have the best chance of being successful in this business, I feel like I need to go hundred percent. And if I don't go hundred percent, one, I feel like there's more of a chance that it's not going to be successful. And two, it's going to take a lot longer. And I really wanted to just, I, I know that I'm more ambitious and have a lot more energy when I'm young. So I was like, I'm just going to go all in and try to do everything I can. And then hopefully, you know, it goes somewhere. So that being said, right, you know, you're saying like going all 100% in and that's why, which I'm assuming you wanted to put, you know, all your time towards the business. So, you know, kind of merging from there, then could you like kind of describe um, like an outline of your typical day, you know, of, you know, what it's like, because, you know, giving it all and doing your 100%, what's, what's the daily routine that you're doing kind of right now with, you know, really pursuing this? So that is, I feel like that's like a funny question because I had, So my last podcast episode was about how I don't know like exactly what I'm doing with this. Like I'm kind of just doing whatever I think I should do and I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. So like, honestly, every day it's, it's different. I don't have like any set schedule. I tried making a set schedule at one time, but it just, it didn't really work. It it doesn't always work out because I can only build things when it's nice out. And there's only so much I could do not like that doesn't include building stuff. So um, I feel like there's a lot of mental stuff that is involved. Like I'm always thinking about um, our direction and things that I want to focus on, or maybe I'm looking things up on other things that we could post and how we can get our name out there. And I, I look, I think about things down the line and like future stuff. Cause I like to plan out how we're going to do everything. But pretty much any day, it's nice. I, my main plan is I get home from, from work and I'll usually eat something and then I'll go to sleep. I'll take a nap and then I'll get up and I'll go outside and I'll just work um, pretty much until dinner time. Unless I'm like doing chores and stuff around the house. But if it's raining like today, um, today I just did some stuff with editing the podcast and trying to get it up on Apple podcast and then i just did some cleaning around the house but yeah every day is pretty much different 
So it's funny because like if you say you didn't like the stuff you're studying, which is kind of like back to the other question, like do you feel like your degree was a waste since you're not doing anything with it or like you're just chilling with it, like hanging up? Um, I try not to really regret um, things that I've, I've already done because I feel like it's, it's already done. So, I mean, it definitely sucks that I have a lot of money like in debt that I have to pay off. And if I'm never going to use it, it's like, okay, well, I have all this debt and I'm not even using that piece of paper that I spent $25,000 on. But I, I always tell everyone when people ask me questions like that, it's like, they'll be like, oh, well, then do you regret like going to college and stuff? Honestly, I definitely don't regret going to college because I wouldn't have even been doing this if I didn't go to college. Because just the experience of being in college is what led me to realize that's not what I wanted to do. I was like, and while I was in college, I was like, everyone's here to learn so that they can get a job and work for somebody. And it goes back actually to me not doing really well in school because I started doing bad. And then I just like looked into it more and it was just like, oh, well, you don't have to do well or even go to school to run a business. And then everyone who does well is, you know, they're really good at something. So they get a job in that field. So usually a lot of people that like run businesses, I don't know, they, a lot of times they're dropouts or they, they didn't graduate with a good GPA and stuff. And then the people that were really good at school ended up working for them because, I mean, that's why you're in school. You're in school to get a job. So if you do really well, you're more than likely going to do that job. So um, to answer your question, no, no, I don't regret it. Or no, I don't feel like it was a waste necessarily. And just in case, if, if this doesn't work out, I, at least I have that to, to drop back on. And I know that it's decently paying job. I mean, I could start at a pretty good wage well how could you regret it i mean that chinese food was worth it as it was that was i miss that chinese food to be honest i mean and that all the ideas that we had and that you know just all that time we spent just coming up with those crazy ideas was probably better education just for like him well that's the thing this idea came from from college like we literally came up with this idea sitting in the wong center eating chinese food like that's how we yeah that's how we came up with the ice luges that's how we came up with like making music like everything came from there like all of our ideas and my decision that i wanted to start a business came from there that was was great um but yeah what made you decide then like wedding decorations like you know that's it um well really that wasn't in any of our conversations back then i mean we were talking about like i don't remember I know. Well, we knew, I knew that it was going to be something uh, creative wise. I knew that I was going to be, I knew that I was going to be making something and then you were going to be the money guy because that's just the way it was. And um, I mean, really that's because of Brie because Brie um, was getting married and we went to a venue. This was literally the day that like, I, I think the day after or two days, a few days after we went to that venue is when we decided this idea because we went to the venue with Brie and we were walking around and she was like, Oh, um, I want to sign like for the bar that has like our signature drinks. Dan, can you make that? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then she was like, Oh, I really want like this wall that like holds donuts. Like, do you think you can make something like that? And I was like, yeah, why not? I can make something like that. I've, I could probably do that. And she kept asking me 
certain things that she wanted me to make. And then she said that she wanted me to make an arbor. And I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. And then I started thinking, okay, well, once I make these things, then I'm going to have them. So like, what am I going to do with them then? And that's when I came to you and I was like, oh, I think I might have an idea. Maybe we can like, maybe we can rent them out because we're going to have them. And then that's when we kind of decided, well, we could turn this into an entire business and I can make all different types of decorations and do custom stuff. And, you know, we could have rentals and and all, all different types of stuff. So really it came from Brie getting married and asking me to make stuff for her. And then we decided that was a good business idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially compared to the isolators, that was, this was definitely a lot more uh, plausible. For, uh, yeah. for those who don't know, the uh, we tried starting an ice luge business, which consisted of one ice luge we brought to a party and threw off a roof, and that was the end of the business. So, um, yeah. you know, it was uh, it, it lived a great life, very short-lived. But It was either going to take off right after Frank threw that thing off the roof, or it was just going to go nowhere, and it went nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that also was like another thing, too, which is maybe not so much a question, but, you know, one of the great things you know, with, you know, this business idea is that like, like, you know, ice luges, you know, as half serious, half joking, we were about that, you know, there are a lot of people out there with ice luge businesses, so to speak, ice sculpting and whatnot. Um, But, you know, there really is no kind of, you know, at home wedding planner, stuff like this, you know, Um, you know, of course you could get, you know, specific, you know, just donut wall or a champagne wall or just kind of one, one off items here, but most of them are really just for buying too. So, um, you kind of took the best of both worlds with the the renting idea and then the at-home weddings, honestly, due to to COVID, um, as terrible a thing it was like, you know, this kind of also sparked the idea with the backyard weddings there. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think that's also, you know, a big part of it too. Yeah. Honestly, I was hoping that the backyard wedding thing was going to actually like, I thought I was hoping that was going to go somewhere for us, but I actually, I think that we needed, I think that was just early for us. I think that we were still really early on, like networking wise. We didn't really, we don't really know a lot of people. So it was still early on and backyard weddings. I honestly don't think will ever die. I, I know people that had backyard weddings before COVID even happened. So I think that that's a good niche for us, but I mean, I want to, I want to do everything, decorations for any, any, you know, any wedding anywhere. The, the whole idea, the whole rental idea and this business specifically, when we thought about it, like I said, where we kind of, I overthink things and we plan things out a lot. This was also a really good idea because we weren't going to like be spending tons of money to like start this business and run it for the very beginning. Like we got that shed from heather for free even though i I gave her some money and i made her the the custom vans or whatever but i mean it doesn't cost us anything to have the shed up in the backyard of my house and it doesn't necessarily like we don't have a lot of things that we pay for on a monthly basement basis other than i guess i mean we pay the domain that's like a yearly thing or something and then we have the business email and some other stuff like storage and things for the for the website but other than that, the only thing that I pay for really is the decorations. And I always say, like, I feel like all that stuff has value anyway. So that was another reason why we felt like this was a good business to to try or, you know, to start. Yeah. And like you said, if you had to build everything for Bree's wedding as anyway, might as well try to, you know, make money off of it after the fact. 
Yeah. And that definitely like escalated. Like she wanted me to make maybe like three things or four things. And now I have an entire shed full of decorations and I'm still making stuff. I'm still making more things. So you said you got, um, you know, she asked you for a few things, but now you just keep building other stuff um, after the fact. Like, where do you get like inspiration for uh, design ideas? And like, you know, how do you know exactly like, like, I don't know, like you could build an arbor, like, you know, what made you want to build the one that it doesn't look like any other arbor, you know, if that makes sense. I guess a few, a few things to answer this question. So one, I like being different intentionally. Um, You guys definitely know that. Um, I like to intentionally be different than everyone else and be unique. So I was totally into the design of that arbor, but to be honest, that Arbor was totally brief, I guess, found it or something online and she liked it. And she asked me to make that specific style. So a lot of my inspiration, I get a lot of my inspiration from social media and stuff like that. I'll just like look through things and I'll, things that just like grab my attention or, or I find that are really unique. I'll add um, into my archive of things that I want to build but I also get people that say things to me. They'll be like, oh, I saw this really cool thing and they'll show it to me or people give me ideas or, or Brie will just, she'll maybe see something at someone else's wedding and tell me that she wants it. So like the Arbor I found, I knew that I was going to do the triangle. So I've just looked at a bunch of pictures, decided which one that I liked the way it looked proportionally. And then I printed out the picture and measured measured the sides and figured out the ratio between the, the, the sides and the base. And then we figured out what height looked good and then what thickness of wood. Like we all, we figured, I figured it out like myself. I just knew what style I liked. And then the same thing, I guess, with the donut wall, I, I knew what a basic donut wall looks like, but then I decided everything else. Like I decided the dimensions. I decided that I was going to make it slats. And then I decided how many donuts I wanted it to hold and, I saw some other designs. Some of them were really big and they had shelves. And I was like, oh, I want to have shelves. And then I had that empty space and Andrew came up with the good idea to put the cubby on the bottom. So, I mean, most of the stuff, I guess, is somewhat original. It's it's original, like the actual final product is original. But yeah, the inspiration usually comes from social media and I guess Brie and just other people that have told me things. So I'm going to kind of circle back here a little bit, um, yeah. Dan, because, uh, you know, I heard a couple a couple of times you mentioned, you know, like if it doesn't work out, you know, if it doesn't work out, I'll fall back on me or, you know, if it doesn't work out the second business or if it doesn't. So like, obviously not that there's some sort of doubt, but what kind of, you know, being an entrepreneur, there's some sort of fear in there involved, you know, of whether it's the business straight up just failing, whether it's disappointing, you know, your family, uh, a significant other, yourself, um, whether it's not living up to the expectation that you intended, or, you know, usually there's some sort of, you know, kind of fear there. Um, So I'm kind of curious, you know, being yours, this is your, you know, first time starting or attempting to start a business here. Um, what is your, you know, fear you have going, going into this? Um, and like, what do you do exactly to cope with that? You know, every time it starts to kind of circle back towards you or, you know, you start to feel like, come on, what do you do kind of to, let's say, you know, um, focus back in and hone in on, you know, actually staying in tune with the business and getting it going. I'll tell you what, I'm like so hyped to say this one thing. 
I am like extremely confident about this business. Like I feel so good about this business. And I, I just, I don't know. I have this feeling that I really am passionate about this idea and I feel like it's a really good idea. And I know that I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And I know that I, I make like nice decorations and stuff like that. So, and I'm, and I have like a whole plan on like where we can go and how we can grow um, in the direction that I want to go. Like right now we're just doing decorations, but I want to be able to do everything. Like I want people to just come to Dan's Unforgettable Creations for their entire wedding and they can like rent the tables and the chairs and the tents and the, the, um, I don't even know the lights and the decorations, like everything from us. I want to cover everything. And I know that, I think that it's a really good like business model. And I don't know, I'm just really confident about it because I feel like if I feel really good about it and I, and I work really hard to get to where I want to be and I'm just like passionate about it, it just makes me feel like it's, it's going to work out. Like I, I, I just feel really good about this idea. I literally have no other I have no other business idea to fall back on, I guess. I have another business idea that's something that we would probably do in the future once this business was successful enough. But um, I don't know. I don't really, I know it sounds weird, but I guess I don't really have any fear. I know that I say like there is like always a chance like that it could not work out, but I honestly deep down feel that it's it's going to be amazing and and like I say I'm not even if it wasn't I'm not really worried because I don't feel like I'm going to lose anything I'm not scared of disappointing anyone <laughs> definitely not I don't I because I, I'm in this I guess that I'm in a good place uh, like mentally and spiritually I don't even know how to put that but I don't really care what other people think. Like, I don't care what other people say, even people in my family and like their opinions. I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm confident with what I'm doing. And this is what I'm going to do. Like, it doesn't really matter to me what you think. So yeah, I guess it sounds weird, but I feel like there aren't really any fears with, with doing this. I, I kind of feel the not knowing what I'm doing and kind of figuring out as it goes has been fun in a way like I kind of enjoy starting the business because I don't know there's just so many new things that I I like learning things that are interesting to me so there's so many new things that I just like finding out as we go and I and I just find it enjoyable honestly so let's say now fast forward a year and you're in the same exact position how many years like let's say like just one year for now just one year from now. And we can say also, you know, after that, if you want to do it also for five years from now and you're in the same exact position where, you know, let's say you had maybe two, three events here and there, maybe you're just kind of covering overhead, you know, but nothing's really kind of catching, you know, you're not getting as many bites as you thought. You're not getting as much uh, people interested as much, Mm -hmm. you know, um, customer interest. What exactly would you do? to kind of reevaluate everything um you know would you would you consider and keep going with the business exactly what you're doing would you um kind of switch up the entire 
business, maybe in your approach of how you're going about it, or would you, you know, decide to kind of pull out and either, you know, go with biomedical or start another business or yeah, what's your take? I think, I think it's kind of hard to say. I mean, well, I feel like we have to, it, it's going to at least go somewhere. I mean, we're doing, I'm doing this podcast now and, you know, we're doing a lot. I'm trying to do a lot more social media and, we have the, you know, publicity that's going to come from Bree's wedding and I'm definitely meeting more people. So it would really depend on what I felt like wasn't going right. Like if I felt like our fan base was growing, like, I feel like the first thing I would do is try to figure out what we're doing wrong or what I'm doing wrong. Exactly. Because if our fan base is growing, like I'm getting more, people listening to the podcast and we're getting more people like on our social media and I'm meeting more people like network wise, if we've met a lot of people and we're still not getting any business, then I definitely feel like it's something that could be fixed. Like it's gotta be something that we're doing wrong that, that we can figure out. I mean, I, I only, if we were like losing lots of money or I, I was like suddenly losing money. I don't think that I would, give up you know even if it was five years from now and business was still really slow I mean if I as long as I was like making some money I probably would keep going I'm not the type to just like I don't know I guess I I could be probably stupid I probably would keep going for like 10 years if we were making like only enough like if I was just like getting getting by and you know I don't know you're saying how um uh you know you started meeting people like what was how do you you know we like you said we kind of haven't done anything and you started like networking so like how do you find people to like in this industry ish that could be a good connection for you yeah well because there's no events it's really just people that i know somehow indirectly or like through work or something and really just comes from talking about the business like because i I'm very passionate about the business and I want to get our name out there. Whenever people start talking about anything that has to do with a wedding or maybe like college or personal life stuff, like I, the business always ends up coming up in conversation. Like I talk, I'm, I never shut up. I talk so much. I talk to everybody. I don't care who you are. I talk to literally everybody. And at some point the business is going to come up in conversation. So pretty much that's how I've like started to meet people. I mean, I wouldn't say that I know like a ton of people, but more than I was expecting to know, like, as soon as I started talking about the business and what we were doing, people were like, Oh, and like my wife does this or, Oh, like my, my husband does this, or, you know, I know my best friend like does this and, you know, there's like this group or something like everyone started, you know, kind of opening up and like, I, I started to like meet meet people or like come up with some type of like networks and stuff and get people's cards. So, I mean, really just comes from talking. So I think actually that even this podcast, it was one of the things that I thought of having this podcast could even be a really good networking tool because, you know, if people start listening to this and they know what I'm doing and, you know, the word starts to get out there, the more people that hear about it, the more, you know, there's good people out there that want to help. I mean, because if they can help us, we can probably help them. So, you know, I definitely think that just talking to people and talking about it really helps. And once there's events, 
trust me, I got like a list of all the events that happen in New York City and stuff that I really want to go to. So once those things start happening again, we will be going. Or I will be going if you don't, guys don't want to or can't. <laughs> so before, right, when I was asking you, um, you know, if you were in a year, where would you be this and that? Um, you were saying like, oh, you know, honestly, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I could be just making it by and, you know, I'd keep doing it for 10, 20 years, whatever. And so I thought that was kind of interesting because like most people, you know, start businesses for like, there's obviously there's a couple of reasons, um, you know, obviously like being your own boss, um, being in charge your own schedule this and that blah 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 but like obviously one of the biggest things you know which i think a lot of people or you know a lot of business owners is the money that comes with it right you know being a business owner uh, i think i saw a chart recently and it was like you know out of, maybe it was out of most millionaires or uh, i don't know billionaires whatever it was but you know it showed like it, it had a pie chart and it broke it down and 50 percent came from business owners then you know 15 percent was from like stocks 15 percent from real estate and it broke it up um other ways, but 50% of, you know, the richest people uh, were business owners, but, you know, based on kind of what you just said, you know, it sounds like you're not really, I want to say like in it for that, but like that really doesn't matter as much to you as it does more the freedom of just kind of, you know, running your own business and, you know, being your own boss. So personally, I feel like at some point, even if it took 10 years or, or 15 years, at some point, it would blow up. And I know that like, I'm super young. So if that happened in 20 years, I think that's still like a win, like a complete win. If it blows up in 20 years, like, I mean, it took 20 years, but you know, I was doing what I enjoyed doing and I was making my own schedule. And then eventually I was able to make like a lot of money from, you know, just doing what I loved. So I feel like at some point that would come, but I, I think that, you know, I've kind of thought about, you know, everyone, of course, would love to have a lot of money. I mean, money, I feel like it's freedom to do what you want. But I also feel that a lot of people will have a lot of money and not have the time or not have, you know, the availability to do what they want. So if I just had enough money to be happy, having all that time, to like, you know, cause I make my own schedule kind of thing. And, you know, if, as the business did became more successful, I probably could, if we found the right people to run things at some point, I would work less. And I just feel like being able to do what I enjoy and also having the luxury of kind of making my own schedule is, is huge. I mean, not a lot of people have that. And, um, I already so far I've enjoyed being able to make my own schedule. I mean, it makes it so that I can kind of, cause I can work at any time of the day, pretty much. It could be seven o'clock and I could be building something or it could be really early in the morning. doesn't really matter to me. I mean, I work on this podcast sometimes extremely late at night because I could just do that. And then during the day I could be doing other things. And I feel like that's really valuable in itself. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're in it for the process of actually just doing it, the money will come. It's not like if you do it just for the money, then you don't see success, then you'll just like dip because you're not in yeah, it for the right That's reason. how I feel. Yeah, well, that's like what Gary Vee says all the time. If you're in it for the money, you're not going to you're not going to get very far. Maybe you'll you maybe you'll do really like really good at the beginning or something if you have like a good idea, but it's not going to last or it's going to end up 
not working out because you're just in it for the money and it's just, it doesn't work that way. So you have to be in it because you love it. You have to be in it because like you love what you're doing or you love the business itself or the process of growing the business. And the money is just kind of something that comes with that at some point. Now I'm not really worried about how long it takes. As long as, like I said, I'm not losing money. I'm still doing something that I'm enjoying and I'm able to like live on that. And I'm, you know, I'm able to make my own schedule and not have to worry about working five days a week, like the majority of my day. No offense to your full-time, you full-timers, but. What are you trying to fight or something? Person, personally, yeah, that's like, that? I, personally, I feel like I couldn't, I just, I can't do that. Like I, wow. I probably, if I, if I wasn't doing this, I'd have to, but I feel like, I mean, even you guys, you'd prefer not to do that. I know you would. I mean, so I want to try to see if there's a way that I can not have to ever do that. And hopefully that works. Big facts. Big you know, facts. better off trying to do it now than 10, 15, maybe 20 years down the line. And I have like all these bills and I have a house and I have kids or something like it. Or just imagine that like it'd be so much more difficult. The man's preaching to the choir right now. Chris, you got a, I got, I got a good, uh, good last question here, but I want to, I want to have you kind of add in any more you got before, before I do my last one. Um, I mean, it's okay. Take your time. Um, yeah, so if you want to end it with this one. All right, cool. Right, so being the young entrepreneur yourself, and as you were, you know, just saying, you didn't, um, how you know, like you never want to, you know, work like a nine to five, basically, and uh, you know, because twenty years down the line with the kids and wife, when are you going to be able to try starting a business again? This that. Um, so with that being said, as the young entrepreneur, bright, bold individual you are, yeah. what is your say one piece of advice to give either other entrepreneurs, you know, like you just starting off or, you know, maybe someone who is possibly working a nine to five now, you know, thinking of starting a business, but kind of too, too nervous, too scared to actually, you know, commit to it and do that. Um, you know, what, what's, what's your one thing you got to say to them? I mean, I, I it could feel be like things it's you've learned, you know, it could be things you've learned across the way and that, you know, it could be decisions you made. It could be, you know, something as, you know, typical as people would say, you know, to learn from your mistakes. It's, you know, it doesn't, it could be a couple things. It doesn't have to be one thing, but. Yeah. And I mean, that's totally what this whole podcast is like about. I want to share the journey of starting this business and I want to share things that I've, I've learned and things that I learn as I'm going along the way to help people like maybe in my, in the same situation or thinking about starting their own business, or maybe people are just interested in listening. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to say because from like, it's hard to say because everybody feels a different way. I mean, I just feel like you need to get over that fear of like, you know, worrying about so many things like, oh, like what happens if I fail or, you know, what are people going to think of me or, you know, all different things like that. Like, I mean, you have to just do it because I, I always think like, if you have an idea, it's better to fail trying to do it than to never do it 
and then you know way down the line be like regretting the fact and thinking to yourself oh man you know we should have really we should have tried that that business like way back then because that that would have been that could have been a good idea like there's no better time than now like no matter how old you are there's no better time than now like you got to just do it if you have an idea and you have a dream or you have something that you want to do there's really no reason for you to not do it i mean you you're only going to have one life and time is not going to stop it's just going to keep going so eventually it's going to just get harder to do it and eventually you're going to regret that you didn't do it and maybe you already you know if you're older maybe you already regret not doing something but i feel like it's never too late you should just i mean as long as you're not dead it's not too late so you might as well try Dude, you would not try starting another business at 80 years old. <laughs> Dude, I would. I, like, another thing that I was going to say when you were saying like if this business, like I wasn't making any money, right? I mean, if I had the time and I had another idea, I'd start another business at the same time. I would do, I would have three businesses. I mean, I don't, as long as I'm able to do it and I'm enjoying myself, there's no reason not to. So right. I can't say that next year I'm not going to come up with some other idea and want to do that also. You maybe uh, revive the ice luge business. You never know. Who knows? Bring it back to life. Wait, you awesome. know who told me they wanted an ice luge? Daria. Forget what she, she told me. She wanted. She <laughs> said when she gets married, she wants us to do the decorations and the ice luge for her wedding. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, Daria. Like yeah. And I, I told her, I was like, "Are you want me to make you an ice luge in the freezer at the house?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, awesome. Well, that's uh, that's that's all I got for uh, this episode. Um, Dan, thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. Thank you guys for um, coming up with these fantastic questions. And yeah, I look forward to the uh, the next podcast that we'll uh, be able to join on. All right. Well, that's our Q and A. I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Probably gonna do another Q and A. Maybe maybe a different style. Maybe we'll do a different. Uh, set up maybe i'll be asking andrew and chris some questions but uh yeah we'll catch you guys next time and thanks for listening Jeez. Jeez.